0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of If the Cleat Fits. I'm Kyle O'Brien, and it's been a while since I've made an episode, but I had to break down a storyline that's been developing in the NFL this past week. Tim Tebow has signed a one year contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars this past Thursday at the age of 33 to play tight end. And I know people have a lot of questions, a lot of opinions on the situation. And a lot of people don't even believe that this is this is a realistic situation to be talking about. And I just wanted to give you guys my thoughts on the matter and maybe shed some of that doubt that maybe this is more possible than you think. So let's look at the first question, right? Well, first, let's look at Tim Tebow himself. He last played in the NFL in 2015 with the Philadelphia Eagles. Spent the past five years playing baseball with the Mets. He actually reached the highest level. Of the minor leagues in 2019, before retiring from baseball in 2021, just this past season. So that's five, six years away from the NFL, right? How can a player come back after five, six years and play for the in, in at the highest level of football? Well, it's actually not that unrealistic. There's plenty of players in the in the NFL and sports in general who have came back and played at a high level of their sport. Let's stick to football though. Dion, Neon Deion Sanders played for the Cowboys the Niners the Falcons had a Hall of Fame career won plenty of Super Bowls he retired in the year 2000 came back four years later to play for the Baltimore Ravens at the age in his mid-30s let's look at boxing George Foreman retired in 1977 returned 10 years later and won a world championship at the age of 45. How about the NBA? Magic Johnson, Hall of Fame point guard for the Lakers. He retired in 1991 after contracting HIV and came back to play in the 1995-96 season. How about UFC, MMA? Chuck Liddell, the Iceman, retired in 2010, returned eight years later in 2018 to fight Tito Ortiz in the trilogy fight at the age of forty-eight. So these guys are coming back in their 30s, in their thirties and their forties, and some winning winning the uh, world championships. Some, you know, uh, hall of famers. We have the best of the best, and there's plenty more examples of this. These are just the top names that I could find. If you look it up, there's plenty of players that have came back five, ten years later and played at their sport at a high level, at a low level. Nonetheless, they got the opportunity, right? But I understand these guys are Hall of Famers, and Tim Tebow didn't exactly have a Hall of Fame career in the NFL, especially because, you know, he was a quarterback. People are saying, oh, he's a quarterback, how can he switch positions, play tight ends, completely unrealistic. Well, not really. There's actually a lot of examples of players, quarterbacks specifically, Switching positions and having again varying degrees of success um, at those positions. So let's take a look at him. Greg Ward was a quarterback in Houston for college, and he went undrafted. uh, Got signed by Philadelphia Eagles, switched to wide receiver, and for any of the fantasy players out there, you know you if you picked him up, he had some big games. Braxton Miller. Played quarterback under Urban Meyer, of all people, at Ohio State. Uh, Switched to wide receiver, got drafted by the Houston Texans. And again, just like Greg Ward, had some big games. Both kind of fizzled out, though. Greg Ward's still playing in the NFL, Braxton Miller isn't. How about Julian Edelman? Played quarterback in college. Patriots picked him up. Now look at him. Potential future Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver. Won Super Bowls. He was a quarterback. How about Josh McCown? Yes, Josh McCown. Not exactly the most athletic quarterback to come in the NFL. Had a long career, though. Was kind of a journeyman, long-time backup. Played for a bunch of teams. One game in particular, though, for the Carolina Panthers, he played at wide receiver. That's Josh McCown we're talking about. Had some catches in that game, too. How about Joe Webb? started a playoff game for the minnesota vikings switched to wide receiver carolina signed him and he was a contributor on special teams ryan tannahill played tight end at texas a&m his sophomore season had 844 yards 210 yards in 12 catches in one game his sophomore season at tight end switched back to quarterback got drafted by the dolphins in the first round and now he's with the Tennessee Titans, going to AFC Championships, going to back-to-back years in the playoffs at quarterback. Terrell Pryor. Yes, I know you guys know who Terrell Pryor is. He's my number one example here. He was a quarterback for Ohio State, had some off-field issues, ended up getting drafted in the supplemental draft by the Oakland Raiders, switched to wide receiver after you know not having that much success. He had some highlights at quarterback. He had like a 99-yard run against Pittsburgh, Um, but he switched to wide receiver, got signed by the Browns, and in one season, he had 77 catches, 1,007 yards, and four touchdowns. He led the team in all of those categories. So you can't tell me it's unrealistic for a quarterback to switch positions to wide receiver, tight end, and not have success. I mean, these are quarterbacks we're talking about, right? This isn't a running back trying to play quarterback. This isn't, you know a uh, linebacker trying to play offensive lineman. This is a quarterback. He's supposed to know where every player is on offense and defense on any given play. They're supposed to know every route, every blocking, everything. So I'm sure Tim Tebow knows how to play tight end. At least he knows how to play tight end. I'm not saying he can, right? Because you you still got to put your hand in the dirt. You still got to block. You still got to catch passes. And that he has to prove. So... At this point, we just got to wait and see. Let's see what he can do. And they'll find in Jacksonville, Urban Meyer, they'll find out in practice. Uh, I, I just, I, I can't believe that he can't make a roster spot or at least compete for one, right? Let's just look at the tight end position alone. Can Tim Tebow make a roster spot at tight end? Well, let me ask you something. Close your eyes. Think about it. Who were the Jacksonville Jaguars tight ends last season? Can you name one? They were Chris Mannertz, James O'Shaughnessy, and Luke Farrell. Not exactly name brand guys. Not exactly household guys. How about New England? They spent a bunch of money in free agency, signed Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, two of the top guys at their position, respectfully. Who were their tight ends last year? Devin Esaias. Dalton Keene, Rashad Berry, and Matt LaCasa. Who? Let's just look at this upcoming season. Let's look at some starting tight ends in the preseason. The Cardinals. Who's their tight end? Max Williams. How about the Chargers? 34-year-old Jared Cook. The Bengals. Drew Sample. CJ Usama. A lot of Bill's fans out there, right? How many of you know who your tight end is? I guarantee you, any other fan of any other team don't know, does, don't know who Dawson Knox is. The Jets, Chris Chris Herndon. Had a little hype out of college, didn't really live up to it. The Texans, Jordan Atkins. The Titans, Anthony Fersker. Panthers, Dan Arnold. The Cowboys, America's team. Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz. All these guys I've just listed aren't going to you know, change your team, aren't going to push you over the edge and make a playoff run. Yet they're starting tight ends in the NFL. So you're, you're going to tell me that Tim Tebow can't put his name amongst those guys? Can't be at least their backups, their thir- the third string tight end on an NFL roster? Please. Let's take it a step further. Let's look at the top tight ends in NFL history. Let's come up with the top 10. Or try to, at least. You got Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Kellen Winslow Sr., throw in Rob Gronkowski, Jason Witten, throw back to Mike Ditka, throw his name in the in, into the conversation. We'll even throw in Travis Kelsey, even though he's still playing. That's seven guys. Thinking thinking of three more is a stretch. I mean, you could throw in George Kittle. I mean, it's just... Outside of that those seven guys, it's kind of kind of no man's land. I can come up with 20, 50 quarterbacks. I can come up with twenty wide receivers. I could even come up with ten offensive linemen. Tight tight end though, not so much. It's 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 tougher to get there. I'm not trying to disrespect the position, because I it's an important position on the field, don't get me wrong. They block, they catch passes, and if you're the best at your position at tight end, you're one of the best players in the league. Look at Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller. They're the best weapons on their offense. But outside of like seven, ten guys, it's a bunch of no-names. It's a bunch, a bunch of guys that aren't going to be on rosters in two years anyways. So Tim Tebow playing tight end, it's just not that unrealistic. Let me, let me throw this at you. Tell me he wouldn't be a top 10 most interesting, most watched tight end in the league today, if the season started today. You got Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, big three. Kyle Pitts, first round pick, he's going to be electric. Mark Andrews, we'll throw in TJ Hawkinson, he's got a lot of talent. George Fant has potential. Rob Gronkowski, of course, still a much watched tight end, even though he's in his 30s and has regressed a little bit. Zach Ertz. I mean, that, that's nine guys. Outside of that, you know, you, you can make some arguments for some guys. But I'll make my argument. Week one, you can't tell me you're not going to turn on the TV if a Jacksonville Jaguars game's on and look for number 85 on the field. You can't tell me you won't. Trevor Lawrence throwing a touchdown down to Tim Tebow. Urban Meyer clapping his hands on the sidelines. I mean, that's just... That's, mat- that's stuff you make up in Madden. Here's my final argument. Worst case scenario, right? He's not good. He can't play the position. Y- you keep him on your roster. Third string tight end. Doesn't see the field. A bench warmer. Sits on the sidelines, hands out water bottles. Worst case scenario. You do that, Urban Meyer. You do that, Jacksonville. He will sell tickets. He will sell jerseys, and he will sell merchandise. How do I know that? Let's look at 2010, the year he was drafted. The year he was drafted, he was number one in jersey sales. He was a backup. He didn't play. That same year, the year he won the Heisman, won the national championship with Florida, the, Gator, the Gators were number one in jersey sales for the NCAA. So Tebow was number one in NCAA jersey sales and in NFL sales. He didn't even play. The next year, the year he, you know, flashed out of the scene, had a big winning uh, stretch, made the playoffs, won a playoff game against Pittsburgh. That year he was second in jersey sales, behind only Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback past 10 years. He was ahead of Drew Brees, future Hall of Famer. He was fourth. And Tom Brady, the GOAT, he was fifth. Tebow was second. The year after that, moved down to the Jets. Again, didn't see the field. Mark Sanchez was a starter. He came on every couple games for a trick play here and there. 2012, he was third in jersey sales behind only RG3, another big-name quarterback coming out of college, and Peyton Manning, who was the big free agency signing, one of the biggest free agency signings of all time. That year, he was ahead of Andrew Luck, the number one overall pick. Considered the most talented quarterback to come out of college at the time. He was fourth. And Eli Manning, coming off a Super Bowl victory, a Super Bowl MVP, Eli Manning, was fifth. Tebow was third. Let's look at another quarterback. 2014. Had a lot of hype coming out of college. Got drafted by the Cleveland Browns. By the name of Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football. Any other fan of the sport, any other person on the planet other than Cleveland Browns fans knew that he was not a franchise quarterback. That he wasn't going to be successful in the NFL. His height, his athleticism, his play at quarterbacks um, in general. It was clear that he more than likely wasn't going to be a successful quarterback. He was out of the league in a couple years, and didn't matter. 2014, he was fifth in jersey sales, just from the height, just from the name alone. Guys, already, he's been on a team for less than a week, and he is the top five merchandise sales on the NFL NFLshop.com are all Tim Tebow. All top five. It's insane. He's the most hype player in NFL history, and I'm here for it. So that's all I got to say, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, I'll see you next time. Once again, this has been If the Cleat Fits. Have a good one.